Hey guys, I'm Raul Coley and I am Arthur Vader, a weird terrier apparently. My name is Ayanna White, I'm a writer for iZombie. Hi, I'm Molly Hagan, I play Liv's mom on iZombie. And you're listening to the iZombie podcast. Is that really how you're going to sit? Can't you sit up? Sit up? Sit up? You're listening to a season one episode of the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph. We're a fan podcast dedicated to the hit CW show, iZombie. The season one episodes begin and end abruptly, so we hope you'll forgive us. This week, we talk about episode five, Flight of the Living Dead, with special guest, Moira Brown. Well, thanks for having me back. <laughs> I don't... You're here for the actual TV show, not just the comic. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. less reading. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are correct. It took me more than an hour to read that last (laughs) comic book. There's lots of fun stuff to talk about tonight, but uh, let me just do our news section and get that out of the way. Uh, Really, uh, just a couple things. The ratings are super awesome. Uh, Oh, good. 0.8 we got, which is uh, 2.0 million viewers overall. It's a series high in the uh, 18 to 49 ratings, and we actually tied with the NBC comedies. And uh, Variety reports that iZombie is a lock for a second season renewal. But, of course, we won't really know until the CW upfronts in May. Oh, wow. That's a lot. No. May's next month, so that should be fine. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm curious to hear, will it be, you know, like a 13 episode or will it be an entire season? Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm kind of thinking this this format really just kind of works for 13. I, I like 13. I don't know if I, I want them to stretch it out to 22. And I'm thinking the same thing. I hope they don't do 22 because I've said this before on other podcasts. I think when they do 22 episodes, you get too much filler. Yeah. 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 This is more meaty. This is better. You get a lot of filler, like one or, or well, more than one or two. <laughs> hmm. Um, so tonight's episode, oh, I also wanted to say that I just joined Spotify. I'm not trying to advertise for them. They don't pay for anything, but I did create a Spotify playlist for iZombie. I'm trying to keep track of all the songs that they play because they're always, you know, really interesting. Um, and some are like really, really good, especially the theme song, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did create a Spotify playlist. I think if you search for iZombie, the link to the uh, playlist is actually on our Facebook page. So. If you're interested, check it out. Um, you can subscribe, and I'm, I'm going to be updating it week to week with any of the new songs that I hear on the show or I find out about. Oh, good. So. That is uh, that is something that I would be interested in. That is right up my alley. Yeah, yes. shows are kind of known for <clears throat> having that, you know, music influ- musical influence. I mean, I can't think of Spoon uh, without thinking of Veronica Mars in her car taking pictures. So, <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> So, uh, here we go. Flight of the Living Dead, which is an awesome title, <laughs> uh, written by Deirdre Mangan, uh, who was a writer on the uh, canceled uh, uh, NBC series uh, Do No Harm, which was kind of a, a Jekyll and Hyde show, if anybody remembers that. Um, it was directed by David Warren, uh, who directed Forever uh, episodes of Forever, Devious Maids, uh, Desperate Housewives. But he was originally a Broadway director, and uh, one of the shows that he directed and took on tour was uh, Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> so oh, wow. It kind of works. Um, Is that the one with uh, David Hasselhoff? 
Yep. Sebastian oh, Bach, okay. I believe, did one too. And <laughs> yep. I, I hear it's good. I've never I've never seen it. Yeah, uh, I saw uh, Morgan's program did it last year. It was great. Nice. It's more of a rock opera, isn't it? Eh, a little bit. Ish. Ish yeah. <laughs> Um, I keep forgetting to mention actors' names while we talk while we're discussing. So I threw um, some notable actors in the uh, news section as well before the discussion starts. We're still playing with the format here, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I did want to mention the guy whose uh, amazing line I did at the beginning of the show. The FAA inspector uh, is played by Ken Lawson, who is usually you'll see him on the TV sets on Arrow as one of the talking heads. And uh, he played the Sandman on Smallville. That just stuck out to me. Wait, what? One of the talking heads on Arrow? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they they always pan to like a news flash and it'll be, you know, some news anchor talking. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> were you picturing, picturing actual little severed heads that were talking? I, just I, now? <laughs> I just couldn't place what you meant. Okay. <laughs> um. And, of course, uh, Julian, played by the great Alex Ponovic. I'm really hoping I'm not butchering his name uh, because he's super awesome on Twitter. Um, he was last on The 100 and uh, really hoping we get to talk to him soon. Um, more about Julian later. Oh, my God. Um, Carson, played by the amazing Ryan Hansen. Oh, yes. Uh, oh. Veronica Mars vet. And he always plays that character <laughs> in Rob Thomas things. Yep. Because uh, he was in, oh, what's the show on CBS? Two Broke Girls. He was a, uh, like a recurring character and he, he was complete. He was like a nice guy. And it was so weird to see him be just a earnest, sweet person when yeah. you're, when you see him just be this jerky slime ball in like three or four things. <laughs> oh gosh. I, he, he was, he was kind of like, just kind of like shallow earnest, I would say in, in party down. I liked him in that. Oh well. yeah. 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 Um, and finally, um, he's finally here, uh, folks, Bradley James, who is by the way, by the amount of, uh, talk that he got before this show premiered on Twitter, whenever I'd search like hashtag guys on me to see what people were talking about, Bradley James, Bradley James, Bradley James, you would think Bradley James was the star of the show, but really? Bradley's got a lot of fans, I guess. So well, that was pretty good for Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was Arthur on Merlin. I guess Merlin just had a very yeah. fervent fan base i don't know i've never seen it i feel so bad i tried watching it it was it's just one of those shows that kind of started a little slow maybe i don't think i tried (laughs) somebody once told me it was like smallville and arthurian times so that immediately intrigued me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the fact that anthony stewart head is on this show yeah that's the only reason i watched um, he will be, I mentioned this before, but he will be in, uh, I think it's a Lifetime show um, coming up. It's called Damien. He's going to be playing the title character. And yes, that is <laughs> uh, Damien from The Omen is mm. getting his own TV series. Oh, wow. Oh, Lifetime. <laughs> Lifetime like, is really trying to change their image. Yeah, they are. Did you it's notice that? Stuff, yeah, yeah, with the, the Lizzie Borden show. That's awesome, by the way. <clears throat> are, are you watching, Ashley? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Is that the same thing as the Christina Ricci movie? Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, same so one. is Christina Ricci actually starring in that? Yep. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I completely flew over my radar. 
is it a series or a no, like a mini mini series? Okay, mini series. Yes, with like what happened after that. Oh, okay, hmm. maybe I'm thinking of the same thing. I don't know. I know it's on. Net- it's in my Netflix queue somewhere. <laughs> so let's get into the discussion on Flight of the Living Dead. Our first topic tonight: Zombies are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're. I am not the only one who was thinking that. Because, <laughs> seriously, how many people has he turned? Did you see the length of the list the delivery boys had? Oh A lot of people. God. There's had to be at least 30 names on that list. And then the fact that, uh, is it Lowell, right? Yeah. Yeah, is a zombie. Um, we have no idea how, which is a whole other discussion to have. Mm. Um yeah, like, okay, so this is his big entrepreneurial plan. I'm going to go around, turn people into zombies, and then make them pay me for their brain food. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's uh, it's it's zombie Scarface. It's pretty amazing. You've got to <sighs> make them dependent on it. I guess. I guess that's what it is. You know, I, I don't think we, we know the entire plan. And it's this thing is... I think this conspiracy is going pretty deep, especially since we have two pretty big players uh, introduced into the whole zombie game tonight. First off, I my jaw dropped when <laughs> Lieutenant Suzuki pulled out a hot sauce bottle and poured it in his uh, yeah. Oh, but you saw it coming because he was clipping his nails right before that. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Right. Oh, totally. Because she'd said, "Oh yeah." Or no, Lowell had said, "Oh yeah." I could tell when he was just you know talking about uh, Liv. Can tell by your perfectly clipped nails and your pale complexion. So when the lieutenant started to clip his nails in that room, I'm like, "Oh my god, he's a zombie!" And then, sure enough, he pulls out the well, hot sauce. Well, the, yeah, and then in hindsight, you remember the what he said about he was on a diet and he would go on Instagram yes. and look at all the food that he couldn't eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt I so uh. dense after he poured that in the coffee, and I was like, <laughs> <gasps> and it, yeah, exactly. It's like you start getting the the flashbacks of what's been going on throughout the episode. Yeah, because yeah. you know it, the whole the episode started <laughs> with Liv talking about the the egg salad sandwich that she mm-hmm. missed. That. But she used to like to eat, and then she had to try to like remake it, and she was like, it was almost okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty close. It was mm-hmm. almost almost exactly, you know. And have we seen the lieutenant prior to this? Is this his first? Yeah. I don't remember him. He mustn't have been very impressive to me. Then. He was in the pilot. I know okay. that. Okay. But other than that, I could. I don't think uh, so. Maybe another. Okay. Maybe another episode. I know Clive's had to check with him a couple times. Um, but, okay. So yeah. so our lieutenant is a zombie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what's up with missing persons? Missing persons isn't exactly doing their job. Um, could it just be that they're like whatever transients or could it be something bigger? Is there a reason why he, they said, Clive said the statistic was like, what, like 60 in the last three months or something? (laughs) Well, that makes you wonder whether the Lieutenant is well aware why those people are missing and he wants his supply of brain. So he doesn't really want anyone to go looking. Yeah, but he's in charge of homicide. No, I know. He's in charge of missing persons. Well, maybe that person's a zombie too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. like how did Everyone's he go? zombies. And then how uh, did they get turned? Because they tell you in this episode, it, you know, it was from a scratch or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to understand how uh, Blaine is getting access to all these people and and turning them. I t- I'm trying to picture. I hope they at some point show us more of this either as a backstory or i don't know something because i'm trying to figure out how quickly did he cotton on to this idea of creating a zombie brain need 
Yeah. <laughs> well, and what I don't understand. Okay, this can this segment can be called Stephanie tries to get clarification on the plot because. <laughs> okay, here's the mystery: a girl is drugged as she jumps out of a plane and is murdered. There's a it's an energy drink company. There's a PR lady who is the beard for the athlete mm-hmm. who is having a relationship with another athlete. Okay. Oh, he's having a relationship with everybody. I don't. Mm-hmm. So there is the energy drink. Well, that's the thing. That's the other. Big, that's the other big big bad that's all of a sudden introduced into this. Max Rager, as it turns out, um, one in like a thousand people go. According to uh, Colton, psycho, just like totally psycho um, when they drink this drink, and that that's what they're trying to cover up. And he he's talking about them as if they're like a cult. So wait, wait, hold it, hold it. So wait, are, are they saying? Yeah, I'm I'm as confused as stuff. Are, are <laughs> they saying the one in a thousand that they thought that Lowell was one of the one in a thousand? Like what? Huh? No, no, no. You don't know what I'm asking. Are they saying that they they think he was the one in a thousand? He went crazy on the plane, pushed her out, and that's why they were they were editing the tape, deleting the tapes. That's what I'm asking. That's that's a possibility, but they could also they could also be covering up for the fact that Eliza um, uh, spiked Holly's drink in order to kill her, in order so Holly didn't go and expose this email that Colton got to the press. Um, I also like how Holly was kicked out of the sorority. <laughs> when they were sorority girls, anyway. Yeah, it was a bit of a um, convoluted plot that way. It, um, she was like everything they didn't want in the story. That's why they kicked her out. And Liv was like, oh, yeah, she did everything we didn't want her to do. So that was how come <laughs> she got well, the case is The case was very complex. But like I said, it's like now we have this whole big bad all we got Blaine. We have we have uh, the police involved. Is, is Blaine uh, pulling the strings on Lieutenant Suzuki, or is it Suzuki and Blaine working for something bigger? Is that bigger <clears> than <throat> Max Rager? Well, see, I was more naive than you then because I thought that the Mac, Max Rager plot line was a one-off. I wasn't. It's not though. Oh, Clive went to bust Eliza, mm-hmm. and she was gone. She, That's she right. Was, yeah, this shower curtain. It looked like she was taking a shower, and somebody just grabbed her th- with the shower. Well, curtain when I see a shower curtain out. on, I immediately think that means she's dead, and they wrap the body in it. That's the first thing I think. Or that I think yeah. psycho. Yeah. I think the first thing I think is psycho. I'm yeah. like, oh, here we yeah. go. Shower curtain. But you know, that's a convenient way to you know. It could have been wrapped up, but maybe we'll get back to it mm-hmm. sometime. I don't know. No, that's a good point. They probably that's a loose end. They won't leave, but. Yeah, anyway, well, oh, very bizarre. Uh, yeah, it's just the whole thing of again, zombies are everywhere. They can blend in. We we when as soon as they revealed that they can spray tan and get hair dyed, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, all right, well, anybody can be a zombie. Anybody. <laughs> anybody, yeah. And the new and the I new mean, zombie. I could be a zombie and you wouldn't know it. I'd oh, and I'm going back I'm sure you are one. And sure. going sure. back. <laughs> okay, if you look at the pilot um the clips when Blaine is on the boat with Liv at the beginning before he scratches her and he's going full on zombie, right? He, his eyes are getting all weird. Mm-hmm. Since we now know that Liv can control that, okay? I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. Blaine was already a zombie when he was on that boat. So He'd already turned, you know, his zombieism, that wasn't new. So I'm thinking, wait a minute, then how far back does his zombie creation date? And Uh, therefore, how long has he been actually making his army of dependent zombieites? 
That's the thing. You know, you don't know because because they were passing out utopium yes. on that boat. Yes. So he could have taken a dose of utopium, turned into a zombie on the boat, saw Liv as something he wanted, and when she turned him away, that's what brought on his rage mode. It could have been his first. He could have been turned right on that boat. Who knows? Or he could be, you know, supplying utopium, which is turning other people. And that boat party was just a part of his making his army bigger. So hard to know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, I don't know. They're everywhere. Yeah, they, they're oh everywhere. God, they could be anyone. They could be your neighbor. And it, it could be Ashley. <laughs> we don't know. I'm not saying yes. <laughs> no, I'm not saying no. Okay, and I have something to bring up that has something to do with the boat party. Okay, after when Liv was turned and she came out of the body bag, she had that streak mm-hmm. of, of silver hair. Yeah, yes. One and like completely turned. Yeah, and now her hair is completely silver gray, mm-hmm. right? Off white, whatever color it is. White. Uh, Jackie has the streak mm-hmm. in her hair, right? And she keeps coloring it. Yeah. But they make so, it look like it's only one streak. Oh, it's not even just that. Remember, Lowell said, hey, I'm dyeing my hair, but look, I'm getting a little skunk up top here. So it, are you saying the streak is something we should take note of? I just wonder how that happens. Uh, do you, does it first get, does it, do you get a streak at first yeah. and then it I mean, grows? she probably has it I all think over it her hair now, but she colors it. So, you know, no, I think it's, it yeah. everywhere. But. I think it's a matter of degree. Like probably if, okay, Liv is lying in the body bag. Well, mind you, only for a few hours. But then she wanders off. She doesn't know what she is. Nobody comes to her rescue and gives her brains right away. So probably it gave her time for her hair to turn. That was my theory. But I wonder if you give the brains right away if you don't turn as much. You know what I mean? Give us a flashback episode. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We have questions. So many questions. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Also, another zombie rule that we learned this week is the whole clipping nails thing. That's just something Mm -hmm. we didn't even know about. But it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Blaine scratched the heck out of Liv's arm on that boat. So, Mm -hmm. hmm. Um, okay, so let's get into our uh, second topic, which is the mysterious, the super charming, the handsome, the British, the singer, the Seattle singer, Lowell Tracy. British was where he got me. You had me at British. <laughs> He's, so. delicious. He's delicious. <laughs> He's delicious. <laughs> He really is, and I love how Liv, yeah. when he's turning on the charm, she just looks like she has a ball <laughs> up. And then as soon as she turns away from him, she, like, melts. You know, like <laughs> when he's not around, you can tell that she really digs him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't blame her if you know what I mean. Okay, seriously, who couldn't dig him? <laughs> Come on. Oh, those cheekbones. I mean, I still Oh, have my God. <laughs> This is where I step away from this conversation. Yeah. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he's delectable. You just, you just could eat him up. He's amazing. <laughs> but if Liv can't be with Major, if she's afraid of infecting no, him. I, I really feel like she needs to be, so let's just not even. But if she can't be, I agree. This guy would be the good solid second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, listen, Major's already moving on and having sex with, what's her name, girl? T-shirt for yeah. girl. Whatever. Well, I mean, and this is a so, guy that, that yeah. she can relate to. They mm-hmm. can, you know, they can commiserate together. They can, uh, yeah. you know, talk about their problems. And I love the way um, problems. In, yeah, yes, <laughs> zombie dilemmas. When uh, we were at the site of the accident, and I noticed him staring at her, and I thought, why is he staring like that? I, you know, yeah. I, I, I noticed I was dense. I didn't even 
clue in remotely that maybe because like knows like. I didn't think of that. Um, yeah, I was wondering if oh, I he, if he liked before yeah, if he recognized her or if yeah. he just liked exotic looking women. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. Same here. But anyway, I yeah, I'd love to see them get together because it, it would be fun for her and someone to talk to and relate to. Plus, of course, I want to hear how he was infected. Yes, yes. exactly. Want that what, story? What happened to him? Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, it could have been this Max Rager thing. It could have been it could, he could be a part of Blaine's. That's the thing. You know what? Uh, I think it was uh, Veronica Mars Confessions, the Twitter handle. Um, I think it's VM, at VM Confessions. Anyway, um, they said to me that uh, this could be another uh, Troy Landgraf thing, which is another Veronica Mars reference. I apologize for too many of those. But um, Veronica in season one ended up with a boyfriend that, you know, she was um, getting over the other boyfriend in simple terms. And then this boyfriend who was perfect and was such a good guy to her turned into the ultimate sleazeball. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I won't say any more than that, but you know, hmm. what is up with Lowell? Could he be a secret spy for Blaine for Max Rager? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It could be. And it probably is. Pardon? What was I that? don't know, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As good as we hope, I have doubts, but you could never know. Mm-hmm. And what, you know, I, I never really saw, we've never seen in the, the show, um, again, like some a zombie having, he had like a freak out in the plane. What what even brought this on? Like, well, he said fear, like, fear, like high emotion, fear? right? So anger or fear, yeah. I don't know. You know what I want to know? Do, do they get like that when they have lust, too? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my. But, you know, is he one of Blaine's customers, then? Is that, you know, the other part of the deal? He's a rich guy. He would pay up to get his brains every month. Man, I wish we could. Oh, can we go back and freeze frame that list of names that the the goons had and see if his name is on there? <laughs> I think they were a little, I don't know. I don't think Probably couldn't see it. Very much in focus. Mm. Um, but yeah, unfortunately I knew all about Lowell before because I, <gasps> what? well, I, I even said it on the show. We were talking about Zilfs, remember? And the, the panel that they had, mm-hmm. um, and it was all about, uh, you know, Liv's going to get a zombie boyfriend in the future. <laughs> I remember blah. you telling us, but I had just completely and forgotten about it. <laughs> it was yeah. Bradley James. So I knew it. As soon as yeah, I saw right. it in the previews, I was like, okay, so we're going to start this. And uh, and what's this guy been in before? Because I don't know him. Oh, uh, Merlin. He was um, King Arthur in Merlin. Oh, okay. I think he was in an episode of Homeland as well. Was he? Yeah. Oh, well, he used to watch oh. that. I don't know. Don't remember that. Okay. Um. So, yeah. What brought on the freak out was it? Because uh, I didn't, he, I didn't hear him say anything about like I'm, I was kind of scared of skydiving. I didn't want to jump or whatever, and that's why why I freaked out. It was more like. He said later that he wanted Holly to get away from him because this freakout was coming on. And that's why she jumped before him. Um, yeah, I thought that's what he said. But yeah. That it was a fear thing. But anyway, he was getting scared of the, oh, well, I, I'm jumping, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't it was know. like he was like, he, he seemed to put it like he was afraid of hurting her rather than. Cause that he, that he, when he's in zombie mode, that he would lust after her brains. That was how I was taking it. So he didn't want to be near anybody. But, you know, yeah. when we see Liv turn and then come back, she, she you know, flips back really quite rapidly. So mm-hmm. I don't understand that either. That's a bit inconsistent. Like, does he not know how to calm down his full-on zombie mode? I, 
Yeah, I'm confused. Is that the preferred nomenclature? Well, that's lives. I like lives. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just pointing that out because that was a uh, big Lebowski quote that uh, Lowell did. And wonder uh, where is he getting his brains? Yeah, exactly. Is he is he, is he a Blaine eater? A Blaine brain? Blaine, Blaine, Blaine brain customer. I don't know. Blaine brain at the meat cute. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean... Being knowing, being totally spoiled on uh, Lowell's identity, like I don't know if you saw this in your rewatch, uh, Steph, but you know, in the interrogation room, he's wary of the camera. He's he wants to talk to her, mm-hmm. but he can't because he's being mm-hmm. they're being recorded. So mm-hmm. yeah, they finally at the wake is when he finally opens up and they talk and he gives her a lot more information. <laughs> That's when he tells her that he's a zombie. Mm-hmm. Well, she's wearing that cute little black dress. <laughs> yeah, perks of being a zombie. And I love that they called out the whole warm bodies reference. <laughs> it's like, yeah, these guys know what you're comparing this show to. to they're they're going to call it this. They're going to say it and we're going to move on, you know. <laughs> they're going to hang a lantern on it. Yeah, yeah. But he does say he dyes his hair because he looks freaky as a blonde. And uh, Bradley <laughs> James is actually a blonde. Oh, really? That's kind of funny. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And uh, there was some behind the scenes that, pictures. Yeah, because he was blonde as Arthur. True. Um, there was some behind the scenes pictures that Deirdre Mangan posted, and I put up on the page uh, of uh, they they tried filming that interrogation scene after his hair was dyed, but it looked under the under the lights it looked completely red, so they had to re dye it again, so it was black. So yeah. Um, also, Lowell knows uh, about about the visions. He he was not surprised at all that Liv was uh, seeing him through Holly's eyes. So all these zombies, they're like they're getting those visions. They're they they get the full on zombie mode. Liv's not like you know some sort of like special zombie in this case, except that I guess unlike many of them, she has morals. <laughs> or maybe she feels she, maybe she's just susceptible to the memories more like maybe okay just like how blaine told jackie uh sent word to jackie that she was going to feel like a teenager after eating Mm -hmm. jerome's brain yeah yes maybe they some people just kind of feel like the personality some and maybe live feels it intensely gets the memories intensely Hmm. more than others maybe she can control the full-on zombie mode Better than other people. Maybe she gets the visions from the powers that be. Yeah. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop that. Maybe anything. Stop that. Po- anything's possible. Yeah. But yes, the idea that perhaps people experience this to different degrees, just like, okay, like if you catch, I don't know, a cold, sometimes you just have sniffles and sometimes you end up with, you know, racking coughs for three weeks. So maybe there's degrees of zombie. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Like hair color, you know, when we were talking about the hair color earlier, well, maybe there's degrees of penetrance, like how much this affects you. That's a good point, Steph. That's Don't know. He's very zombie and proud. He wore his 27 and dead t-shirt to the morgue. <laughs> that, was, that was exciting. I like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, that's so, like, represent, represent. <laughs> I mean, don't, and, don't uh, think he's representing, but he's representing anyhow. Does that mean in it like just it Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix? Mm-hmm. Yeah, weren't they all twenty seven? Yes, 
Right, that's the 27 correct. Club. Correct. Um, and he brings her a bottle of Beelzebub's Burn. Which, you know, she likes because he gets it, so. Yeah. I'm like, so, he understands. They should be together because he understands this hot sauce thing. So a uh, nice speech at the end from him. I thought in, uh, so. I was like, I mean, he did it all in a British accent to his way. <laughs> he starts right off with, so here's the speech. And, uh. Yeah, zombie life is lonely, and she's beautiful. They don't know much about each other, but uh, mm-hmm. she he seed everything in black and white, but she was the only thing in color. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's hope again. Um, it's okay, Lowell. If she doesn't want you, we'll take you home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the only thing in color, odd, because you're so pale. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Uh, and, um, yeah, they don't really even know each other. What do they got to lose? So... Um, she says that she's going to call him and he says he's only going to hover by the phone for a few hours and then it's on to the next zombie girl. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else about Lowell you guys wanted to talk about? I mean, this, this is, well, so far he doesn't seem sinister to me and, right. you know, because they're presenting him as such. And, um, so I hope he doesn't turn into a stupid schmucky slime bag later. That will really upset me actually. <laughs> I want to like him. So He's very mysterious. He could be, you know, referring to other shows. He could be the angel, whereas Blaine is the spike. You yeah. know, uh, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Um, angel was very mysterious. Didn't even reveal <clears throat> that he was a vampire. Um, until <laughs> He's a vampire? Into- <laughs> 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 uh, oh, all right. Uh. Really quickly, let's talk about the death, the death of Ravioli. Um <laughs> Wait, was there even a life of ravioli? <laughs> no. Thank you. Only only to Robin. I think so. That was never going to happen, Robin. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm a big fan of, uh, I mean, I'm really rooting in uh, Robbie's corner, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I also want her to be with Major. I want, I want, uh, I want Liv to be with everybody because everybody's so awesome. <laughs> I want her to be back with Major because I think that's what she really wants. Yeah. But yeah. I understand why that's not possible right now. So I was talking about the death of Ravioli because it was this episode that we finally get um, more of a like a reaction from Robbie. I mean, obviously he's going to be respectful of the ex-fiance thing, but Liv is starting to fall for this new guy, and I was studying Ravi's face. I was like, I got to see—is he jealous? <laughs> oh, is he well, jealous? Well, no, but Major kind of was. But I mean, oh well, you know. yeah. Um, he was like, but, well, it's going to happen at some point. She's like, no, that wasn't, but, it, you know. Kind of Robin, I'm sorry. Ravi has never eyed Liv in a lustful way. Not even a little bit. I know, but, you know, sometimes, <laughs> like, you're friends with somebody, and then all of a sudden they start seeing somebody new, and you're like, oh, you know what? I was, I actually was, like, thought I was building something here. Mm. I'm realizing my feelings at this moment. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> well, something I just, I, I hate to see, you know, it's like... A female can't be around a male without having romantic ideas. That's what I can't stand. A female. Uh, Do what now? It's kind of true sometimes. No, No, it's what crazy, jealous, stupid wives think is true, but it's not actually. Yeah, I mean, a female (laughs) can can have a professional relationship Mm -hmm. with a man without thinking, you know, that it can be romantic. Yes, or a really close friendship without actually necessarily wanting to be romantic. Yeah, Yeah, it is possible, guys. 
I, I, you know, and I understand the whole, you know, you want to have your TV characters be more than potential love interests and that's it. Yeah. But, like, I actually find it more interesting that there are, they're collaborators and that he's also trying to cure her of her illness. And yeah. well, I actually like that better. Now he's friends with Major, so it would make the whole thing super interesting now if he's got a thing for her and there's oh, Major right. and then there's this guy and it's like, No, oh, that makes it a soap opera. I don't want it to be a soap opera. I want it to rise above that. Okay, well, if Ravi- Ravioli's dead, I'm still going to root for Roger. So, oh, me too, for our show. Moira, do you know what Roger no, is? I have no idea. I'm like, Rob. That's Ravi and Major. Oh, God. <laughs> bromance, come on. Bromance. I mean, it is a sweet ro- uh, bromance. I really like the bromance. And they, they, but... they have the same taste in video games, so it's already halfway there. Okay, as a bromance, fine. Okay. And, you know, they, are actually there. They definitely solidified the whole friendship thing because when Lowell showed up, Ravi actually went, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're good friends. And you know what? I'm I love their friendship. I, there was a couple of great scenes. Um, you know, the crime scene, the whole hunger talk. I love the fact that she said that she was getting spices from Seasons for All Seasons, another <laughs> punny uh Seattle store. <laughs> An artisanal spy shop on pack. <laughs> <laughs> The whole, you know, they see this body impaled, and before she knows it's her friend, they're making jokes about food on a stick, (laughs) trying to top each other. And, uh, yeah. Um, Yeah, Yeah, I I like that dynamic. I like them as friends and buddies, and they're they're cute together. And, of course, you know, when he's about to saw um, Holly's head open, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so sweet how she holds Holly's hand, definitely. Um, But also in that scene, Ravi was like, very, you know, caring, like, you know, you sure you want to do this? You want to, you can step away from this, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's a good friend. And uh, I like watching that. I like watching them talk and hang out. But yeah. So yeah, I just want to make a brief mention of that. Um, <laughs> we did kind of uh, jump through the case of the week a bit. Um, I think there really isn't much else to talk about. What we should talk about is... Um, the um the brain and uh this the you know this eulogy for holly this 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 sorority sister that mm-hmm. again we have live being reminded that maybe she didn't have it all figured out when she was alive as she thought she did yeah she kind of regrets being so you know uh but that's kind of how sororities are like, I mean, I'm not no. saying that it's okay. I'm just saying that that's just like either you are this way or you're not. And like, ew, if you're not by, you know? Yeah. That's so cruel. I know, it really I mean, is. Cruel. See, I it's don't just, know anything just, about It's just yet. youth, I think. I think she's looking back yeah. and realizing that she was, you know, limited or rigid or something in her thinking. Yeah. And that maybe, you know, Holly grabbing life by the rings has a point. You know? Yeah, and and the show, the th- a theme of the show is a quarter century. Uh, what is it? what do they call it? A uh, quarter century life crisis. That that's kind a of a thing. A quarter yeah. life. Mm-hmm. What what I say? Century. A quarter <laughs> life crisis. Yeah, that that's kind of a thing in um, television shows now. That twenty somethings are like, I did everything they told me to do. I got a degree. Mm-hmm. Now what do I do? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. 
and that's you know, where I'm I, at. <laughs> I love I love how they've you know they say that you know they give the impression we're like oh man you know it's too bad Liv uh, wasn't more like her friend Holly wasn't more you know reckless or adventurous or whatever had more fun when she was alive. But I also like how they bring up the other point of view from Peyton. Well, Peyton ends up sounding kind of bitchy at times, but mm-hmm. she's also like, you know, listen, you don't you don't have to be that kind of person. It doesn't mean you didn't live your life, you know. Exactly. So she's kind of the voice of reason. Yeah, and I was like a little bit more Peyton on the show, so <laughs> it was good to see that. Yeah, there was more of this. Um, yeah, but the case, I mean, we had like a um, three or four head herrings before we finally got to the truth. Mm-hmm, yeah. This email. So that was cool. I like that. I like that I didn't see right through. I mean, immediately I was thinking Carson because he was the guest star, but I was wrong. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see. Oh, my gosh. Those posters of Brian Hansen on the wall. <laughs> right. <Amazing. laughs> oh, great. I thought that was great. <laughs> um. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to point out here was my favorite title card would have to be Bows of Holly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, can I just say I do love the uh, the comic book art all the way through this show. I just oh, love gorgeous. it. Every so time I just – I almost want to just pause on it and gaze for a while. It's so good. Oh, there is a, the brain of the week. We have the case of the week slash the brain of the week. The brain of the week uh, really wasn't – it didn't give – live any sort of like outrageous superpower this week and i was wondering if you guys were satisfied with uh it didn't but it did give her kind of like personality change type thing so i don't know well it was it was as if it just kind of like i don't know she smiled more she did hey she rode her bike in the rain going down the stairs being reckless that's what it made her do you kidding she was like all excited yeah yeah but she didn't like know kung fu or (laughs) no but you know when she when she could have gotten in a car and drove to work, yes. she decided not to. She said, I'm going to yeah. ride my bicycle in the yeah. rain. Who cares? I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm going to take risks. There you go. And she was she was reckless. I mean, she she showed up late. She's like, yeah, sorry, I'm late. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> For Liv, relatively, yes. That was yeah. reckless. And then and I was thinking this was a stupid thing that Liv did at the, at the memorial, which was – uh, essentially tell the three suspects that about the crucial piece of evidence against them uh, <laughs> that they one of them drugged Holly and she's going to figure out who but also I was thinking oh this that was actually kind of quote unquote reckless <laughs> so that could have been Holly's influence mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. but I just, you know I love the I love the uh, the bike rides and I it, it was almost like between that and the scene with Peyton it was a really nice eulogy for her friend Holly so cuz Peyton wasn't in the last episode before this right or Maybe. No, uh, no, no. She it, was her, it was her creepy brother, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah. Uh, Liv's creepy brother. Yeah, this was this was Liv being, um, you know, a toned down version of an adrenaline junkie. That was kind of neat. I thought that was neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we got to get into the final topic. <laughs> okay. Major ass kicking road <laughs> at the top here. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Oh yes, the shoes, guys. I am vindicated. <laughs> The shoes, the shoes, uh, the shoes that t- Jerome had that Julian mm-hmm. ended up taking mm-hmm. was going to be the thing that identified Julian. I, of course, the theory, I wasn't completely correct. I thought it would be Clive that would point it out, but it was uh, it was major. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a couple more mentions of health and shelter, which always <laughs> makes me happy. Yes. Um, Steph, did you have anything about health and shelter? Oh, no, I just wanted to mention it. <laughs> 
it's funny. It made me smile every time. Every time. <laughs> I know. It, it doesn't get old. Us. It was kind of funny. What did they say? What? Health <laughs> <Held> and shelter. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you know? Oh, can I say at the very yes. end? So Major gets his ass kicked and, and he's lying there you know, while the kids skateboard around him. Oh, God. Anyway, and after that, we see a scene of Liv having her moment, you know, with Lowell in the morgue and they're bringing in a new body and honest to crap. I thought, oh, my God, is that Major or is, is you know, they're going to open it up and she's going to look and Major's going to wake up because he's not really dead yet. Like, I honestly ah. thought they were going to drag him in or something. We don't know. That's the thing. Ah. He was laying there. Mm-hmm. Not moving. A, was he dead? I don't think he is really. B, but was he scratched? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, by, yeah. Mm-hmm. by this guy because this guy's a zombie. And boy, what a tough contender that Julian is! I, oh, I, mean, yeah. I was, I was. Wait, hey, that. but can you imagine? Wait, wait, sorry, Robin. If he was scratched and he's going to go zombie, then now Liv has to choose between <gasps> Major. Oh, oh, oh no, that's going to be some drama. Some drama. Yeah, that's okay. So that, kind of soap opera, that kind of soap opera I can handle. <laughs> oh, me too. The, the love square, maybe not, but this is cool. Yeah, I'm in love with two zombies. That would be so sad. I don't want Major to be a zombie. He's perfect. I'm <laughs> old by this guy, and he's got abrasions on his body. I'm thinking, come on. Yeah. Imagine pale white abs, guys. Come on. Uh. <laughs> it looked like an unpainted Ken doll. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah, poor Major got called a little bitch like twice in the sink. Like once by Julian and then the skateboarder riding by like a jerk. <laughs> Get up, bitch. Uh, Poor guy. I, I was impressed though that Major did get in a couple of couple of punches at Julian. Um, he did. He did a. He did a big old uh, a knee clobber to his face, mm-hmm. and then told him to get up. And um, yes, uh, Alex uh, Ponovic actually tweeted us uh, a picture of the close up of uh, Julian's rage face. And he wrote uh, to us, you don't want to mess with Julian. (laughs) (laughs) I know I have a question. I want to know how many other zombies are sitting on meat hooks in that meat locker, not animated again, you know, as as spares. (laughs) Like a lot. Six, eight, I don't know. Don't even get me started. I mean, I was immediately like thinking about it after we were done recording, just being like, okay, so... If you can be put in suspended animation by just a a a, a, a cooler <laughs> in the back of a, a a butchery, could zombies like do zombies have to stay inside during the winter? Because <laughs> it's it freaking cold out. <laughs> I'm sure in Seattle they have, it gets pretty cold out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It might. You never know. <laughs> Well, well, never knows. Seattle, yeah. Well, Seattle, yeah. I'm just going to assume. I'm still <laughs> like contemplating rain. Major as a zombie. Oh, my God. That oh. would be neat, oh, Guido. I don't know, but I did see they do um, a comic like- book uh, promo of the next episode, and I was like, uh-oh. Um, so I'm not going to spoil anything now, but I'm telling you, they're teasing the heck out of us with uh, the way they're promoting the next episode. Mm. If, if you're interested in it, we'll have it posted on our Facebook page. But Hell yeah. if not, stay right away. <laughs> um, I try not to post that stuff to like maybe the day of, just in case people want to avoid it. Um, 
being a part of the Defenders podcast, uh, I've been having a heck of a time avoiding anything Daredevil because that's all people want to talk about these days. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely feeling anybody who doesn't want to get spoiled's pain. So uh, You're feeling their pain. I feel your pain. But even, um, I know but, we understand. Any other topics you guys wanted to talk about before we wrap Flight of the Living Dead up? I don't know. I was kind of sad we didn't see any of my, my boy, Blaine, but we'll see him next week. Yeah. Maybe. Boy, you got some... I mean... I'm telling you, between Blaine, Lowell, uh, Major, and Ravi, and it doesn't matter who lives interest or not, there's a smolder off, guys. <laughs> Lots of smoldering. No, uh, you know what? Blaine leaves me cold completely. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't even find him attractive remotely. <gasps> yeah, no, sorry, not at all. Oh, my God. You're Actually, insane. it's one less person I, you have to share him with. Yeah, I, I don't. Okay, I just, you know what? That makes sense now. I'm good with that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, are, are, are bad boys typically not your thing? Probably not. I, I don't even mean that. It's not even the bad boy thing. I Like, it's just even his look, he just looks, um, like he's tired and worn out <laughs> to me. I don't know. He looks used up. I don't know. I just, oh. Okay. Probably is, but hey, you know what he looks like? An old punk rocker. Like, I feel like he should be in um, train spotting or something. He looks like an old druggie to me. Like, I just don't, there's no. Yeah, he pretty much is, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he so. He was a drug dealer, so. Yeah, and, was... and in general, you're right. I'm not really a huge fan of the bad boys. He's definitely hitting his own supply nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like him. Don't get me wrong. I like him as a character. Like he's mm-hmm. he's really fun to watch. But in terms of going, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's ooh, I'm hot for you. Are you kidding me? No, sorry, no offense, Ashley, but no. Yeah, I think that some no. people like Ashley more for really, me. Than- yeah, really like the bad boys, and and I like bad boys to a certain extent, but not. I'm not like if it's a bad boy, I am immediately attracted. No. Like Damon Salvatore. Yeah, is okay to me, you know, where most girls, he's like such a draw. Are you kidding me? Those eyes would uh, turn me right over. (laughs) That didn't sound right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) uh, Any other topics we want to get into before we go? Uh, uh, We're going to do quotes next. Um, I can't think of anything. No. Okay. Any quotes you want to do before we get the feedback? Doesn't it freak you out that Facebook somehow knows that you were thinking of buying boots and reducing belly fat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. How do they know that? Um, I have, of everyone here, who would you want to eat first? I think first I'd ask if someone could spare an apple. <laughs> and then uh, mine is when they were asking her if she was, uh, he was asking her if she was okay with eating this, uh, with Holly's brain. She's like, yeah. I do this for strangers all the time. If I go to anybody, it's Holly. I'm like, yeah, that sounds really great. <laughs> That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, it yeah. is different, isn't it, Moira? Uh, when you deal with a complete stranger versus somebody that you know. No, it's true. It is. It really is. Yeah. It's got to be mentioned. Man, I thought the insides of my thighs were pale. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of rude. It really was. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like it's like you know it's like it slipped out of his mouth before he realized he was saying it, and then he kind of thought, "Oh, that was awkward." That was a weird thing to say just right there at any time. Yeah, maybe. 
That was that was. Oh, I forgot to bring that up, but yeah, I mean, Liv is got all the white skin showing when she's hanging out with Peyton, and I'm just like, if I was Peyton, I'd be like, are you eating at least? I know <laughs> you've been through a life change, but you are white. I mean, you are <laughs> not like. Ca- I mean, I'm not saying Caucasian. I mean, you are like Casper. Yeah. <laughs> You think somebody would use the phrase you look a little anemic just once. <laughs> yeah, just a have you been yeah, have you been, I hear yeah, because red meat, a little bit of that somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, because uh blood is not you know, uh hemoglobin and hematocrit is not my area, but mm-hmm. I can walk up to somebody and I can I can say, I bet you're gonna get some blood later on. You know? <laughs> I can recognize yeah, yeah, yeah. when yes. somebody needs some blood. Yeah. When they're well, when they're really pale, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've got another quote here. Live more, so do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should have that should have been a super cheesy, but it was great. Yeah, that should have been a uh, what am I trying to say? No, that should have been a uh, that should have uh, that should have been the end of the sentence that you started. <laughs> it should have been. <laughs> That should have been a red flag that something was up with him. Mm-hmm. It's what I'm trying to say. And uh, Clive uh, uh, has another quote. I have a quote from Clive here. It says, uh, just keep that third eye open, which, uh, yeah, it could be taken in a psychic way, but I could also be like, all right, buddy, <laughs> calm down. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into feedback before I bury myself any further. Um does anybody want to take the feedback on the Facebook page? We have one from Maggie and I believe another one. There was messages on there as well. There was a message on there as well. I like re- I, I like answered that and then you were like, oh yeah. <laughs> By the way, I was like, oh cool. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh uh, Marissa in DC. Uh-huh. Um no? Okay, I'll print, I'll read it. <laughs> Marissa says, uh, Hi, all love the podcast. I'm surprisingly enjoying iZombie as well, even though I'm not a fan of zombies. That's mostly because I don't like scary movies, and zombie entertainment is predominantly scary, like The Walking Dead. I was a big fan of Buffy and Angel, though, and this seems to be about that level of scariness. I was also a huge Veronica Mars fan, so I decided to give this show a try, and I'm glad that I did. Um, on to the episode. I thought it was very interesting that they brought in a zombie love interest for Liv. It's something I've never even considered. I love that he made her a hot sauce drink as a way of letting her know that he knew she was a zombie and gave her the bottle of hot sauce at the morgue. And the speech was great. I'm hoping he sticks around for a while so we can see another side of Liv and maybe get an or- another origin story. This is the first case that we have we have that the killer wasn't caught, which makes me wonder if this is going to be a part of the overarching storyline for the season. They did say that one in a thousand had a bad reaction to Max Rager. Is that how Liv's new love interest turned? Maybe it's some kind of conspiracy. After all, it looks like the head of the homicide squad is a zombie too. Maybe he's been contributing to the missing people in the city. And the plot thickens. And finally, Major. I was, wasn't surprised that he went sniffing around anyway, but I was so worried at the end of the episode that he was going to be the one in the body bag. <laughs> she, she agrees. Um, that would have been quite a twist, but I'm happy that he's apparently just going to be hurt, not dead. Well, I don't know where you're getting this information from, Marissa. Uh, she says, uh, can't wait to hear what you all have to say about the episode. And that was from Marissa. Thank, Thank you, Marissa. you, Marissa. Thank you, Marissa. Sounds like you're on the same page as us for the most part. There was one from Maggie here. I'm trying to find it. 
Uh, oh, there it is. Thank you, Fast iPhone. Here we go. Maggie says, I love the joy on Liv's face as she death-defyingly rides around the city. It's nice to see her really enjoying something. The new potential boyfriend slash zombie, Lowell, was cute and funny. Would it be odd if I were to question his motives? Is he a customer of Blaine's? How did he become infected? Did <laughs> see him again? Did they solve the mystery plot and, and I missed it? Was Major still out cold? Did the idiot henchman scratch him? I really wish I could watch the next episode already. Yes. <laughs> we agree. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, that would be super, 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 super. Okay. Does anybody have the email open? I do. Awesome. Whose do you want um, me to read? Oh, you can read the one from Sarah. <gasps> Sarah Catherine? Sarah Catherine, this is a familiar voice. Um, this is uh, my eldest daughter, actually, is uh, <laughs> writing in her first podcast feedback. This is your daughter? I'm so excited. Hi, Sarah. Okay. Sarah says, hi, guys. I'm Sarah. I'm a huge fan of iZombie and the podcast. I just finished watching the latest episode, so I thought I'd write in and tell you guys what I thought. So first off... I love the theme song. Every time I hear it, I think that it is a it, that it is great, and I thought it was worth mentioning. My favorite part of the episode was the moment where, uh, as uh, Ravi was cutting into Holly's brain, Liv reached out and held Holly's hand. I thought it was great to see Liv so vulnerable as her true self and not under the influence of anyone's brains. It showed that Liv really has a lot of compassion and cares about others. A lot of times we see Liv eating someone's brain without even thinking about it. To me, it seems like an invasion of privacy that shouldn't be taken so lightly. But she does have to eat. I just think uh, it is a fine line, and this episode addressed that well by having Liv eat Holly's brain. I was somewhat disappointed by this episode's ending, but I really hope that the case continues into the next episode because I just know that it is going to bother me until they resolve it. I, I love Lowell. I really hope he doesn't end up being the, the true bad guy because I really want his and Liv's relationship to develop more. At this point, I would rather see Liv with Lowell rather than Major because it seems like it would work well with him. Bringing the hot sauce was so cute. <laughs> and him bringing the hot sauce was so cute. So who do you guys want uh, to be with Liv? Is there anyone else you would consider other than Major and Lowell? I was also disappointed because the lack of Blaine in this episode. Where is he? Chopping up kids, no doubt. I just miss him and his witty jokes. There were so many great quotes but my favorites were my face is my passion and shut up or i'll eat you that's all for now can't wait to hear the podcast sarah yes yeah, sarah you are a lot like your father <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't i i, I mean i i like that it show it's showing Liv being very sensitive and respectful of someone that she knew eating their brain but as far as a morality issue with live eating people's brains i don't have i don't see that's the show you know i don't have a problem with it yeah it kind of bothered me at first and then i was like i don't know i i just kind of got over it um and uh maybe you will too or maybe you already have i don't know (laughs) but i mean it's that's their food source and she's doing she's eating the brains not just because she's hungry but because she wants to help these victims Mm -hmm. so yeah and as far as i i really like living lowell for right but i i have a feeling that bradley 
what's his name? James, Bradley James. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be around long. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably like a couple of episode arc and then he's out of there. Yeah, I don't know how much time Damien takes up or if it's kind of like a shortened series that he can do on the on the side and become a part of the main cast. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who really want Bradley to be a part of the main cast. So, um, Yeah, and maybe if he is a fan favorite, you know, that's that's how, how it works. Somebody becomes, mm-hmm. you know, like I heard uh, Diane, tell me her name again. R- Rouge- Diane Ruggiero. Diane Ruggiero. She was saying that in Veronica Mars, Logan just kind of it developed the the chemistry between Veronica and Logan was so good that they that that's who they kind of put her with. So mm-hmm. I think it these things kind of come organically uh, come about organically a lot of times. Not just they don't just you know decide what actor to keep around. Just you know. Yeah, Sarah, I think uh, I'm just not going to focus on who lives with. I'm hoping that uh, she's friends with everybody. I'm just really, I just really want Robbie and uh, Major to be as romance. And everybody to be uh, chased and <laughs> keep Liv their and, pants on. And <laughs> Liv and Clive had a. Uh, Liv had a Liv and Clyde had a uh, Clive Clyde. I'm saying Clyde, but I mean Clive. Liv and Clive uh, had a cute moment actually when uh, he's like anything else, and she just kind of like smiled and almost did a curtsy and then turned around and walked away. Yeah, that was cute. Oh, and you know what I love? Uh, Clive was uh, gonna leave the inter- interrogation room, and he threw the pen up in the. That was really cute. I don't know why. I really liked that. <laughs> All right. Um, this one's from Heidi. She says she's getting this one in under the wire. She says, yay, Ryan Hansen. He's pretty much still Dick Casablancas. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the case involves GHB. I, oh, gosh, I didn't even catch that. Oh, mm-hmm. GHB. That was part of Veronica Mars season one. I'm so dumb. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I thought that Rob Thomas was finally going to make Ryan the killer, but misdirected again. This is a very interesting concept, having Liv eat the brain of someone she knows, and she's such a fun person, too. Liv interrogating the suspect is going a little too far, I think. If he really did it and she got a confession, it probably wouldn't be admissible in court. I guess it's passable when uh, Clive is in the room, but not leaving her alone. Major nitpick. Um, Another hot zombie. Everywhere! <laughs> Looks like it can be disguised. Looks like it can be disguised. Maybe we'll get zombie sex after all. It must be love. He gave her chili peppers. How sweet. I knew it wouldn't be good when Major attacked that big guy, big guy <laughs> even if he wasn't a zombie. I thought Major was going to be in a body bag. Actually, he still could be mm-hmm. since uh, we didn't see the body. I was trying to figure out how he would have gotten scratched by the guy he fought and become a zombie. Well, they did grapple a bit, Heidi. Um, guess my mind was going a little too far on that one. Uh, uh, shut up or I'll eat you. And <laughs> until next time, Heidi. Thanks, Heidi. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people complaining about the, uh, you know, why is Liv allowed so much time in the police station and in the interrogation room mm-hmm. that that just, that's not realistic. But you All know, the people walking in the morgue willy nilly. Yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. That's that's the show. <laughs> I, I think I saw something from Rob Thomas saying they were going to explain that later or something. I don't know. 
Um, S-O-D. S-O-D. Suspension of disbelief to all you newbies. Uh, <laughs> um, and I just wanted to mention uh, Andy Yates from At Comics Tavern. i got to give you a shout-out on the show. Uh, check out his Twitter feed, which will undoubtedly link to his site, which I was uh, too dumb to actually uh, write down. But uh, Andy um, does blog posts uh, about iZombie. He makes these funny little photoshops um, of live in situations with brains. I think uh, one of my favorites was uh, he had a, a Steve Martin, the man with two brains, and um, they had Liv standing off in the background. Anyway, what's, what's every, his name now? Andy Yates and uh, at Comics Tavern. And uh, I just want to give him a shout out because in every one of those blog posts, he gives us a shout out. So thank you very much, Andy, um, for uh, supporting iZombie Podcast. Um, okay, so I think that's all the feedback. We had a ton of it this week. That's awesome. That was good. More, 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 more. Um, so stay tuned for after the plugs to hear what's happening next time on iZombie. Um, first want to just say thank you very much, Moira, for guesting tonight. Thank you. Oh, well, you're welcome. Thanks for asking me. It was fun. Anything you want to plug at all? Uh, let's see. I'm going to be doing a Hooplecast podcast guest appearance on the weekend, which is uh, for Deadwood, an introcast on Deadwood. And uh, and then, gee, Robin, a podcast that you're on. <laughs> uh, the Defenders podcast. I think at some point in May I'm doing an episode oh, of that, too. So. <laughs> uh, so check that out. Also, um, you know, if you get hurt... Um, <laughs> Maybe give her a call. Uh, <laughs> well, I know I have before. <laughs> That's true. What <laughs> her medicine? Uh, should this lump be growing anyway? Uh, <laughs> it really but wasn't. <laughs> but Moira, I cannot wait to hear all about smallpox next week. <laughs> oh boy! I'm so excited. <laughs> That's on Hooplecast, uh, folks. If you're uh, <laughs> want to start Deadwood, and maybe you got yourself the HBO now and wanted to dip into the series. Uh, episode check that six, out. series season one, episode six, Plague. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, uh, and Steph, where can we find you? Oh, you know, at Steph Smith on Twitter. Uh, potential cast, potential ta- potential cast dot com is our Buffy podcast, and Redemption Cast is our Angel podcast. I think okay. that's it. Okay. <laughs> and uh, what's on with Steph and Diane Rogerio coming up soon? <laughs> we were talking about. I wish. Uh, she's such a TV fan. I just want to sit down with her. Oh, she loved. Busy, but... She loved uh, being Human UK. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and Ashley. You can find me here on the DVM Podcast Empire, uh, on the Walking Dead Podcast, which is which uh, just wrapped for the season. Also coming up this summer, um, The Last Ship on TNT, as well as The Leftovers on HBO. Um, and Elementary, which is still going on. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, here. Now, is The Last Ship Roger, or is it Raviol? <laughs> <Yeah. kidding>. <laughs> I just had to say Roger again. Um, And you can find me, of course, as mentioned several times on the Defenders podcast at DVMPE.com, where I am really trying my hardest to avoid Daredevil spoilers. Uh, We're about to record for episode two, uh, and it's going to be a long road, (laughs) but uh, we'll make it there. Uh, Redemption Cast, redemptioncast.blogspot.com. Thank you for listening to the season one episode of the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph. Our podcast logo is designed by D. Sheehan, 
You can find her work at behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. We posted that link, as well as others, on our home on the web, eyesombiepodcast.com. There you'll find links to our Twitter and Facebook pages. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash eyesombiepodcast. Finally, send your feedback in to eyesombiepodcast at gmail.com. The iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it all you like as long as you link back to us. But please, do not change it or sell it or trade it for brains unless you're going to give us some. And remember, a mind is a terrible thing to taste. <laughs>